Hey, my name's Otis Gray, host of The Daily Book Club, a daily podcast where I read wonderful old books one chapter at a time. Simple as that. Whether you want to get engaged and lost in a fascinating story that has stood the test of time, or just relax to a good book, listen to The Daily Book Club to get wrapped up or unwind during your day. We'll read classic stories like Pride and Prejudice, The Enchanted April, The Wind in the Willows, beautiful stories all told from start to finish. And you can even do a real book club. Tune into the Daily Book Club Discord and discuss the readings with other book club listeners. However you want to listen, it's your choice. Subscribe to the Daily Book Club on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. New episodes every single day. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the Daily Book Club. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become Mentally Stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, February 2020. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month for February 2020. This episode is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends is an RPG game I've been playing because not only is it a ton of fun, but the graphics are seriously badass. A lot of RPG games can be all cutesy and bright, but that's not my style. Raid Shadow Legends is hardcore and totally free, so if you haven't already, you guys need to check it out. What I like best about the game is that there's tons of characters to choose from, and they all have their different weapons that are all upgradable. You can also play with people all around the world or just with your friends if you want to start a clan. You can find me on the game under the name Scary Mist. So hit me up on there and maybe we can jump into a game together. And now you can also play Raid not just on mobile but your desktop too. The game crosses over on devices so you can play with the same user and switch between your phone and computer whenever you want. The graphics are amazing in the PC version and the game is super fast as well. So go to the video description, click on the special links and if you are a new player you will get 200,000 silver plus one free champion, Tree Feller. All this treasure will be waiting for you here. Good luck, and I'll see you on there. Number five, third Kevin Spacey accuser dead. 
Kevin Spacey was once considered a top actor in Hollywood. But since news of his sexual misconduct broke open, everyone in Hollywood has began ditching him. Even Spacey himself went into hiding for a while. But despite people coming forward with stories of Spacey's inappropriate sexual behavior, it seems no one will survive to make sure he'll face the charges as three of his accusers have coincidentally died within just one year. The latest to have passed was Ari Ben, an author and member of the Norwegian royal family since he was previously married to the Norwegian princess. According to Ben, Spacey made a pass at him by grabbing his genitals under a table during the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. It's reported that Ben committed suicide on Christmas Day of 2019, although no details have been released. He leaves behind three daughters. For many, the death is suspicious because he's the third person who have died after publicly accusing Spacey of inappropriate conduct. Another victim, a massage therapist who sued Spacey for sexual assault, claimed he was attacked during a session in Malibu. Spacey took the masseur's hand and guided it to his private parts twice. He also tried kissing him and attempted to fondle his genitals. Spacey also asked if he could perform a sex act on the massage therapist, which caused him to flee. However, on September 11, 2019, Spacey's lawyer filed a notice of statement noting plaintiff's death in the federal case against him. There are no details for the cause of death of this victim. Then on February 25, 2019, Linda Culkin, another Kevin Spacey accuser, was found dead after she was hit by a car in Quincy, Massachusetts. She was crossing a parkway, allegedly when the traffic lights were still green, when she was hit by a vehicle. The driver tried to avoid her and hit another vehicle head-on, and there were no charges filed against the driver. Sure, it could be a coincidence or something more sinister behind the scenes going on. As of right now, I guess we'll just have to wait to see. Number 4. Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell The story of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell broke open when concerned relatives asked for a welfare check on her adopted son, Joshua J.J. Vallow, who was 7 years old. Apparently, he hadn't been seen by relatives since September of 2019, and they wanted to know how he was doing, citing he has special needs. When police headed for Lori's house in Rexburg, Idaho, the couple said Joshua was living with a friend in Arizona. But a quick check of that proved it wasn't true. When police came back with a search warrant, both Lori and Chad were gone. It turns out it wasn't just Joshua that was missing. Lori's 17-year-old biological daughter, Tylee Ryan, had also not been seen since September of 2019 and neither of the kids had been reported missing. Police were suspicious about the children's whereabouts and decided to look at both the couple's backgrounds. It turns out Chad was once married to Tammy Daybell, a popular school librarian who was found dead in her home last October. Her obituary stated she passed away peacefully in her sleep. The couple ran a self-publishing company together, Spring Creek Book Company, where Chad wrote apocalyptic novels aimed at a Mormon audience. Within two weeks of Tammy's death, Chad married Lori. This short time span caused the Fremont County Sheriff's Office to be suspicious. They announced last December 
In light of the missing children, that Tammy's body will be exhumed for a full autopsy to see if foul play was in fact involved in her death. As for Lori's background, it's also complicated. She was first married to Joseph Ryan, Ty Lee's father. However, he died of a heart attack in 2018. It's not clear when Lori married Charles Vallow, but she began pulling away from her husband soon after joining a religious group. She even deserted her husband for two months, and by February of 2019, the couple had become estranged. Charles cited on divorce papers that Lori believed she was a reincarnated deity sent to earth to prepare people for Jesus' second coming. He added his wife said if he stood in her way, she would murder him. In July of 2019, Charles headed to Lori's home in Arizona to take his son Joshua to school. Once there, there was a dispute and Lori's brother Alex Cox shot and killed Charles. Cox said Lori and Charles fought. He intervened and Vallow hit him in the head with a bat. Cox then shot him twice in self-defense and so Cox was never charged for the crime. Mysteriously, Cox himself died of unknown causes on December 12, 2019, and that case is still under investigation. Another relative, Brandon Boudreau, was once married to Lori's niece, and he said Lori and the other members of the radical religious group she belonged to had a hand in the failure of his marriage. His wife left him after she began spending time with Lori in the group. Then on October 2nd, as Boudreaux was driving home, someone shot a bullet through his car window, missing his face by just inches. Oddly, the car he was driving was registered to Lori Vallow herself. Both Lori and Chad have issued a statement through their attorney denying any wrongdoing, but they have also not mentioned where the kids are currently located or what happened to them. It was announced on January 27, 2020, the Vallo was located in Hawaii and have been ordered to physically produce the children. Currently, the two have been charged as authorities are looking to find both Joshua and Ty Lee alive or at least know their whereabouts. The search for the two young children and the investigation into Lori and Chad continues. Number 3. CEO of Nissan Escapes Japan Carlos Gossin stepped down as CEO of Nissan in April of 2017, but remained as chairman of the company. The following year, on November 19, 2018, Gossin was arrested at Haneda Airport for allegations of embezzlement and underreporting his earnings. Gossin was arrested together with his top aide, Greg Kelly, a Nissan director and former head of human resources. At the same time, the Nissan board unanimously ousted him as Nissan's chairman. Gossin said the charges against him were untrue and he was innocent. Several times after his initial arrest, Gossin was released on bail, then rearrested as more charges were brought against him. Then, in April of 2019, he was placed on strict house arrest at his home in Tokyo and not allowed to see his wife for four months. As he was serving house arrest, he surprised everyone by escaping from his home and flying to Beirut, Lebanon. Various media outlets began reporting on December 30, 2019 that Gossin had escaped Japan and was already in Lebanon. He later confirmed this through a press representative in New York where he said he would no longer be held hostage by a rigged Japanese system. It's believed Gossin was smuggled out of the country inside a large musical carrying case. 
The five-foot-six-inch Gawson was whisked away by several people who disguised themselves as musicians. The team involved a former Green Beret, Michael Taylor, and his associate, George Zayer, along with about 10 to 15 other people in the plot. From Gawson's Tokyo home, they took him across 20 trips to Japan before ending up in Kansai Airport. They chose the busy airport because they found out there were no x-ray machines big enough to scan larger items, so the box where Gawson was hidden was never checked. Once there, he was taken away on a private jet from Osaka to Istanbul. Then from Istanbul to Lebanon, even though his passports were turned over as part of his bail conditions, he convinced the court to let him keep a duplicate French passport, which he used to enter Lebanon. Interpol has issued a warrant of arrest for Gossin, as well as all the men involved in his escape. Number 2. Fotis Dulos It was May 24, 2019, when friends of Jennifer Dulos from Connecticut reported her missing. A well-known banker and philanthropist, Jennifer was married to Fortis Dulos in 1989. After 13 years of marriage, the couple called it quits and decided to file for divorce finally in 2017. After the divorce, she took her three boys and two girls and they moved to a rental home in New Canaan. In 2017, she requested an emergency full custody of the children. According to sources close to Jennifer, she feared her husband, Fotis, would hurt her after she filed for full custody. The couple ended up going through a huge custody battle for their kids. While the case was ongoing, Jennifer was awarded physical custody after the last judge ruled Fotis to be an unhealthy influence on the children. As of 2019, the kids have been living in a New York City apartment with Jennifer's mother under the watch of an armed guard the family hired. But on May 24th, Jennifer was driving her 2017 Chevrolet Suburban when she disappeared. The 50-year-old's SUV was later found that day, but she was nowhere to be seen. Then on June 1st, police arrested Fotis and his girlfriend, Michelle, in relation to Jennifer's disappearance. While Jennifer remains missing, police charge the two with tampering or fabricating physical evidence and hindering prosecution. This arrest came after investigators found DNA evidence at Fotis's Farmington home. Traces of blood evidence and spatter were found in the garage, and police believe it's possible Jennifer may have been a victim of a violent crime. What's more, Fotis and his girlfriend were captured on video together in a red pickup truck. They were disposing items in garbage bags, which later tested positive to contain Jennifer's blood. Aside from those two, Fotis's friend and former lawyer, Kent Mahoney, was also arrested. He is charged for evading arrest when he knew a warrant was issued out for him and is accused of helping his friend cover up Jennifer's murder. Dulos was given a $6 million bond on January 7, 2020, to which he posted with the help of his best friend. However, on January 28, while on house arrest, it was reported Fotis had attempted suicide. Initially, he was pronounced dead on the scene after he was found unconscious inside his vehicle in the garage. He was rushed to the hospital and was revived, but two days later, he passed away. Dulos left a note claiming he was innocent but didn't mention anything else about Jennifer. His attorney states he wants the criminal charges to continue against Dulos so he can help clear his name. 
Number one, coronavirus. After the SARS virus blew up in 2003 and the MERS Cove or Middle East Respiratory Syndrome coronavirus in 2012, this new virus, dubbed as the 2019 NCOV or the novel coronavirus, is slowly becoming a global pandemic. First detected in late December of 2019 in the Wuhan province of China, some doctors, particularly Dr. Li Wenliang, first sounded the alarm of a SARS-like virus threatening the city. However, he was reprimanded by local authorities for doing so. In just a matter of weeks, the virus spread, with over 30,000 cases of infected patients. Even Dr. Li had succumbed to death after contracting the virus. Like other coronaviruses, it's believed this new one was transmitted from animals to humans. A huge chunk of the initially infected patients were said to have had ties with Wuhan's local Hunan seafood wholesale market. Some reports stated that because the Chinese believe certain wildlife like bats, snakes, and pangolin are eaten as delicacies, it could be a likely source of the infection. Since this initial report, a huge number of people have been infected by the virus without visiting China or having ties to that market. This has led scientists to believe the virus can also be contracted from person-to-person contact. It's possible the virus is spread through droplets whenever a person sneezes or coughs. In one report, a single patient is said to have infected at least 14 medical workers attending to him. Another speculation is that the virus can also be transmitted by an infected patient even if they are not showing any symptoms at all. As the number of infected cases has increased, there is now a growing global report of infected people showing up in various countries all over the world. This includes Thailand, South Korea, Japan, Singapore, the United States, France, and Australia, among others. The virus is said to be more deadly to older people, especially those with existing illnesses. Some of the early warning signs include dry cough, tiredness, and signs of fever without a runny nose or sneezing as typified by a cold. Studies show that when the virus infects, it invades the cells located in the lower respiratory tract. From there, it heads to the lungs. This causes breathing difficulty, inflammation, as well as congestion, which are associated with pneumonia. Many of the casualties were shown to have septic shock, respiratory failure, as well as organ failure. What makes this new virus alarming is the rate at which it is spreading. This is partially due to international travel, hence infected patients who didn't even know they were infected had spread the virus to others without knowing it. Currently though, the Chinese government has imposed a quarantine on Wuhan along with a dozen other cities close to the region. There's also a travel ban on over 50 million people in the area. Several new hospitals have been created in just days to accommodate infected patients. Countless health officials in the country are also screening and monitoring people who may have had contact with those who are exposed to the virus. The search for a cure and treatment, including the possible use of antiviral drugs, are being checked to see if they will be effective with the 2019 NCOV strain. Health officials advise people to practice basic hygiene, particularly the washing of hands for 20 seconds or more and the use of a 70% solution alcohol sanitizer whenever possible. As of today, 
There are over 600 confirmed casualties from this coronavirus. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for February 2020. Every day we encounter strange and mysterious stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so much more to uncover. If you enjoy watching this video, then please subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell. We have new videos every Wednesday and Saturday that we know you'll want to check out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you soon.